This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Boat Trader, America's largest boating marketplace, offering easy financing and over 100,000 boat listings to choose from. Sell, find, and finance new or used boats on America's largest boating marketplace. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started. That's the first crack of beer that you've heard live on this episode, number 13. Or number 14, yo. Oh, Come on, man. I had such mojo going. Well, you know who we are. You know where we're at. 1600 Buck Slayer Place in Sheerard, Illinois, here at the Buckatorium, live and then put on podcasts so you can enjoy at work, at home, (laughs) or with your sweetheart. That's right. So three quarters of the uh, WCB I, I already messed it up. Is this really 14? Yeah, man. Yeah, it's 14. For real. I looked at you. Look at our oh. board. <laughs> it's right there in front it. of my face. Um, obviously, so far, even though Logan's really quiet, he is not here. This dude is always working. Yeah, he never He's a working that. fool, man. We're, we're legit. Okay. I only work So, hours, what's up, so. guys? Thanks for tuning in. Hopefully, we have a good show for you. Eric, take us to that social media shout out. What's up? We got Chris from Missouri. Um, he left a comment on our photo. I heard you guys. Ask about a hunt in Guam. They yeah, were talking about um, like what Guam brings in as far as like dollars for hunting and fishing and stuff Correct. like that. And uh, he spent about a year on the island. Sounds he like said he there's might... actually a, quite a few hunters in Guam from Air Force bases and just natives and all that or whatever. Yeah. Right. And if if he did serve, uh, just want to thank him for his service. Since we did just have Memorial Day. Yeah. Happy late Memorial Day. Yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you to all our military homeboys and homegirls. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) If you think about it, everybody who's in the military, you know, saving our ass, protecting our freedoms, are homeboys and homegirls. That's right. That's That's why we like to keep it. So what's it? Do you say his Instagram handle real quick? Uh, Racks and beards. Go check him out on Instagram. He's got a. Now, I don't want to say he has a rack, but he, he said, probably yeah. has a beard. Yeah. He or said you can uh, hunt beards. wild hogs and Philippine deer where the deer actually bark at you. Is, are those the deer with the fangs? I don't know. <laughs> or is that like so. Vietnam? <laughs> Somewhere. Is that Vietnam? I'm just joking, dude. Well, Come if on. the deer go in 19 miles into Cambodia, we'll never find them. <laughs> that's yeah. a Vietnam joke. I don't, I don't get that I don't either. Get either. Yeah, I right. think that's no, where they found crazy. that deer was Vietnam, that fang deer. I'll, I'll, I'll explain it to you. Whatever. Okay. 
at a later time. Steve, I'll let you do the introduction. Yes, sir. With us in the studio via an iPhone, via all the way from Maryland, here in the continuous United States, we have our good buddy Anthony Frey on the phone. How you doing, buddy? Huh? It's Frey. You you said it was Frey. We'll ask him right now. How's your last name pronounced? (laughs) No, you guys are good, man. It's Frey. It's Frey, but it's all good, man. Did you hear that? He said it's Frey. It's Frey, so... Either or. It's, it's, it can be, it, people pronounce it differently, man. It's Fry, though. All right. <laughs> well, we were both right, kind of. Yeah, Anthony uh, Anthony F., if you were a substitute teacher. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. F. <laughs> so what's up, man? Ex- explain to us who you are and what you do for uh, our listeners and everyone else. Well, basically, man, I've, you know, I've been to a couple pro staffs, and um, ever since I was a child, you know, I've known that I wanted to do this for a living, you know. Um, it's a struggle. I happen to do it out of pocket, especially. Um, and do what? Do what? As far as filming, editing, I mean, it's it's a job. You know, you juggle that on top of a full time job, on top of a family. You know what I mean? It it gets ext- You know, it's pretty pretty extensive, man. So, do you have so, um, do you have like a video production, a show? Like, ex- explain to people kind of like what you got going on right now. Or, are you doing it just under your own name, or how is actually how does it all work? Yeah, I'm I'm doing it under my own name. Um, I'm you know putting teaser videos on on YouTube and all. The final project of what I'm trying to do is I'm I'm getting a DVD together. Um, okay. And I'm just kind of giving tidbits, you know, on YouTube. I don't want to spoil anything, but we definitely we've been trying to make a DVD now. Me and a, my cameraman for about two years now. And okay. Talk about some hours, dude. It, it's a lot. It's a lot of hours. <laughs> yeah, it seems like because we watched. Um, I think. I'd say ninety percent of your YouTube, all the all the teasers and stuff like that, and uh, all the little yeah. short clips. So, explain to people what do you? What's your actual day job right now? My day job, I do granite and uh, marble countertops. I'm a fabricator. Okay. Oh, cool. Which so, is awesome. You might have to come yeah. out to my house. And yeah, I, I could use some. I could use some <laughs> to put in my house. Man. <laughs> so, Be a little expensive so travel it, time. It, it's difficult, man. You know, juggling that. I work. You know. Anywhere from eight to twelve hours a day, you know, and I'm up at you know four o'clock working at four thirty, so it can be a pain. The working and, and man. You, yeah, you're not working in a tree; you're working at somebody's house to you know to to do what you like. Right. <laughs> so right, exactly. So you got a you, you mentioned you got a, a full time family too. Uh, yeah. How many you got kids? Yeah, I've got three children. I've got a sixteen year old daughter. I've got a twelve year old daughter, and then I have an eight year old son. Do they all uh, do they all shoot too? Oh yeah, my my son's into <laughs> it. My my uh, youngest daughter's into it. Uh, not as much as my son. My son's actually been shooting the bus since he was about three. Wow, that's wow. awesome! What the, yeah. um, I think he has some pictures up on your like Instagram, right? Of all your all your kids shooting and all that. Definitely, yep, yep. We'll have to get those. So it, it gets fun, you know. Now it's getting, starting to get a little expensive because now you know the kids. Well, I want this phone. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> they want to yeah. upgrade. So yeah, th- there's no more. There's no more just arrows with the suction cups on them now. now <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now, now well, it turned into oh, well, you know, I'll, I'll take this arrow that you know is blown out the front of it, and I'll just cut it down, and you can use it now. You, they got to have their own arrows now, so it's, it's a little bit more in depth. <laughs> well. So. We'll help you, deer trackers, morel mushroom hunters, all that. Yeah. It can just be your assistant. You can find more sheds that way. Right. So, uh, all right, you're out in Maryland. Where are you in Maryland? Not. We don't need GPS I'm in, coordinates. I'm in Montgomery County, Maryland. Montgomery County. 
How close to yeah, DC Montgomery are County. you? Uh, about say about an hour, hour and a half. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't venture into those parts at all. <laughs> <laughs> so we're so. In, we're in Illinois. And I know you killed a pretty good deer in Maryland a few years back, or I don't know exactly when. But what's like the average size deer, you know, as far as weight goes in in Maryland? Like a good as far as weight goes, yeah, like a good buck in in your opinion. A good buck around two a two twenty. If you kill a buck, you know that that you know field dressing at two twenty, you got a you got a pretty good buck on your hands. See, you know that's I mean? not too different from us. Yeah, I mean, they get the a little here. heavier, right? Um, so. We'll we'll just get this part out of the way. You know, typical hunting scenario for you in Maryland. You know, we we could be in the timber or we could be on a cornfield. You know, right. what's your preference out there? Out here, basically soybean. If I got a bean field, a green bean field, especially, uh, I'm hitting the bean field. Okay. When, when's your season? Majority of the Maryland? time during hunting season here, you know, when when bow season, especially, man they're you know they're not cutting the corn here until like late november gotcha yeah that's it could vary so it varies with us green yet when you start yeah when, when's yeah. your season open for archery in maryland for archery it's uh september like september i think last year was september 7th i think last year oh really oh, pretty early then. early because we're october 1st yep. in iowa and illinois Wow, I don't think I could wait that long. <laughs> <laughs> well, my dad, my dad lives in Wisconsin. I believe they open like mid September, so I'm going to go up there and hunt. You know, as a non-resident right. for 15 days or so before yeah, I want to money, money for an just, just pre preseason. Yeah, like a pregame. <laughs> <laughs> now, because uh, we we watched a video and uh, I think it was it was, it was your your buddy. He ended up shooting a doe and just kind of looking at the terrain. There was. Uh, what like was shale. Shale yeah, it was a bunch everywhere. of shale rock and you know not much else. I mean, how how hard is it to to drag deer out of that like out of that particular place? <laughs> I mean, over shale. It's bad. It's, it's bad. bad. <laughs> that way, you if you don't, I mean, I don't I don't use any ATVs or any bad boy buggies or anything like that. So if you kill something, that better be worth it. Right. You know what I mean? Because you're gonna you're gonna be hiking it out for about a mile, and you're gonna be hating life. Yeah, yeah. puffing and puffing all the way out of there. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, so when did you start bow hunting? Or basically, how did you get into it? Who got you into it? When did you start? How old were you? All the, all the biz. Give I got into on. it. Um, my grandfather, you know, hunted, but you know, he he's older. You know, he was older at the time, and you know, he small game hunted. You know, so yeah. you know, I went out small game hunting with him, and it was. My father, you know, my mother didn't hunt. My father fishes. And, um, you know, I kept hounding my dad, look, you know, I want to go hunting this and that. Well, lo and behold, they're one of their best friends, um, his name's Tyler Cohen, took me out. I was probably eight or nine or ten or somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. And uh, he took me out, and uh, I actually harvested my first doe. And after that, it was just guns blazing. I'm, this is what I want to do. Yeah, yeah. So how old were you, did you say, when you started? I started hunting about eight or nine. So how long after did you start filming? I mean, you know, how 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 long have you been filming, I guess, in a better way to put it? Okay. It, it all started, you know, I would, you know, as a kid, you know, you're always, how, how do I become a professional hunter, you know? And everyone, everyone kind of beats around the bush with you, you know? And, yeah. You know, they really don't take <laughs> you seriously, you know what I mean? Oh, and everyone I, wants I it, but no one goes after it. Oh, I never wanted to be a professional hunter yeah. when I was a kid. I wanted to be a professional astronaut. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, you wouldn't even make it. But uh, I, you know, I got asked, you know, by a hundred people, you know, well, you know, 
you got to do this, you got to do that. And I got tired of, you know, people kind of telling me what to do as far as, you know, what I needed to do because kind of what I thought in my head what I needed to do was I need to produce film, yeah. you know. Um, I need to promote myself, not under someone else. You know, if I want, if I want to do this, I want to do it my way. Is that why you, you kind of? I mean? Is that why you're no longer with the staff? Did you get tired of that whole "I'm this pro staff, I'm this pro staff"? You well, say I'm doing I, under I me. I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to beat any bushes or anything. But I just got tired of the, of the, of the bullcrap. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's like it's like you you promote someone else, you know, and, and they reap all the benefits, and all you are is just a number. Trust me, I know that. I know how that is. <laughs> so, you know, so and it, 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 it sucks, man. When when you install granite, do you work for somebody, or is this your own business? No, 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 no. I, yeah, I would not own my own business too much. Of <laughs> yeah, all right. So at I, least I that work w- for someone. Yeah. Okay, so so now with with the honey, now you only have two bosses. You know, the the, the wife and then the right. other boss. Okay. No need right. to have three bosses. Right. I mean, we'll just throw it out there. But I, you know, I can't right, blame right. you for doing. No, the... my wife. My wife is very understanding. She, uh, you know, during hunting season, I'm, you know, like I said, between work and hunt. You know, I don't get to spend as much time as I should at home, and she's very supportive on that. So I oh, thank what, her very much for it. What an angel! And she's also listening to the yeah. podcast. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, yeah. no said... I, I don't. I, I tried. I said, hey, you know, turn it on, and she goes, oh no, go ahead. She's out. She's at basketball practice, she's... so it's all good. <laughs> she's standing there with a whiteboard, writing what he needs to say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your curriculum. <laughs> oh jeez. But I do understand what you're saying with you know the whole pro staff thing because. I mean, you know, it's cool. There's some good, you know, I guess pro staffs, how you want to say it, whatever. You know, you can trust those guys and go for it. You know, if you feel like it's got to be that family atmosphere. Um, I feel like we got something going on. You know, we're a podcast. We're not a video production or anything like that. So, but we we can do whatever we want, really. We're all good friends. (laughs) We shoot bows together all the time. I've been on a staff before where guys were in different states and then one guy was like the boss of everything and it just sucks to be have it ran that way because you don't feel like you're involved in it yeah that's just... how it was with me and I, that's why i was like you know i did about eight nine months of it and then it was like you know you need to you need to rep this you need to do that but yet at the same time he wants me to pay for everything it's like come on man <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean at that point you might as well <laughs> you know? do it for yourself oh, man, that's having a second wife at that yeah. point yeah <laughs> So explain yeah. to us after this. When's your guys' season end out there? Our season ends January thirty first. Wow, that's our, amazing. Yeah, ours yeah. is the mid January. Yeah, no, January no wonder you like hunting so much. You, 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 you get to you do get it way, longer. You get way too much of it, man. <laughs> you get like three more months. When is your guys' season? Get to hunt. Uh, January January. January tenth. Is it January tenth? Right. I think it's Jan the fourteenth this year. I, it's right around. It's right around the same Friday. But ours closes too during shotgun. So yeah. Do you guys have a rifle and shotgun season out there? Well, here in Maryland, you got to be. I think west, west or south of seventy um, to use a uh, rifle, and then you got your shotgun areas. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But more or less, anybody more or less, you know, uses a muzzleloader handline. Gotcha. That's kind of how it is here. I mean, there's no rifle season in Iowa or Illinois. In Wisconsin, there is. And you always hear, rifle season in Wisconsin hit the dirt. That's what I always hear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. what's going to happen. Right. So, after all your filming, do you edit during your season, or do you just film through a whole season, and then at the end of that, just go into your editing? You know what I mean? Right, right. Right now, uh, I'm dealing with, I have over 300 hours of footage right now. <laughs> um <laughs> 
Yeah, and, and and it's honestly it's it's very hard because I got a, you know, I had turkey season and then you know I had footage of that which I was unsuccessful, but um, <laughs> a rough turkey season. But you know when 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 the season's over and it's winding down, I've got a I've only got like a three month period, you know, to really try to catch up and you know and at the same time I'm doing preseason filming, you know, hanging sets, you know, doing you know my bit for this coming season. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's hard for me to, to get ahead. It's a never-ending job, and I want people to understand, if you're getting into this, you've got to really want this because it, it, it's literally going to control your life. you got to dedicate yourself for sure. Yeah. So I mean, it, it, you know, I'm going into work at 4.30 in the morning, you know, rushing to get in the door, but at the same time, I'm pulling all the audio files, you know, to, for, you know, film. Yeah, yeah. So... No. I had a question for you, but I just went blank with it by trying to think of it. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's it. the best kind of question. Yeah. Now, isn't it? Hey, uh, <laughs> I don't know where I was going with this. Um, oh, what I was going to ask you about your DVD. Um, do you have a deadline for that? Is, is there a name? Can you give us any insight right now where people can for the DVD? It? It pretty much, pretty much, man, when, when I get it the way that I want it, you know, when I edit, you know, something that I like today, you know, I, like, you know, you guys know, you'll watch it, you know, a million times before you kind of release it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, But I like, you know, to settle on it, you know, because I've, I've edited stuff in the past and I've uploaded it and been like, man, what was I thinking? You know what I mean? <laughs> so now I've gotten my mind set, you know, only, you know, time to really, I want it to be where if someone watched it, there's nothing that that person could find that they would change. Gotcha. So, you know what I mean? This is uh, kind of a little off uh, topic, but being in Maryland, I just want to say welcome to the Big Ten. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't watch sports. Believe it or not, I'm, I'm a, you know, um, talking about that. I'm not even a Maryland fan. Really? Um, but uh, I, um, I'm i actually a 49er. So as far as football goes, I'm a 49er fan, man. So you don't even watch college so, at all, just, just straight to the pros? Yeah. All right, well. I know that there's see and there's that mentality like I guess on the coast where it's like you know you can like either around here it's people just prefer college rather than than pro you know football but uh, so yeah I don't I don't honestly I don't podcast. even yeah I know a couple guys that are like you know colleges college and I don't I don't really fool with college man <laughs> I, I stick strictly to you know pros yeah right to the big boys now we were kind of curious too. Um, I was kind of hoping to to really in with that uh, football question, find out where you're where you're really from. Uh, we're hearing kind of a southern accent. Are you born and raised in Maryland? I was born and raised in Maryland. My entire family is from Texas, though Galveston, ah, Texas. That's okay. where I came from. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I got a lot of family in Texas. About about eighty percent of my family is in Texas, and then I got a couple other ones in Tennessee. So, oh, in Tennessee, you say. Yeah, yeah. Okay. There's another action yeah. right there. <laughs> so back to your hunting, and uh, we're going to get off sports and your family location. Steve likes to take everything to sports, which is fine. But, uh, hey, you know, hey, got to get to know the guy, right? Don't alienate people. Yeah, <laughs> you got to find out. Um, basically, um, what's your goals with your film production and all this? Are you wanting to get to a network, or are you wanting to – Basically, just lay it all out. What, what, where are you trying to be? Where do you see yourself in in the future? Where I want to be, um, I want to have my own show. I want to host my own show. Um, my goal is to go with a camera and a bow 
to where no one's gone on this, on this earth before. Okay. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, and I've, I, with, with this being said, you know, where I was eight, nine years ago to where I am today, um, I've had the opportunity. I can call, you know, I'm really good friends with major producers in the industry that have helped me along the way as far as, you know, um, talking me through things. And, you know, I'm basically just waiting for a call, you know what I mean? But at the same time, I'm doing me until somebody does that. Sure. Absolutely. Well, would you, the DVD you're working on, would you really consider it as like a show format? Or, you know what I mean? Like, why don't you just start a show now on your own? Or is that kind of like what's already going on? That's kind of what's going on. Um, like I said, it's it's up in the air, you know, as far as what, what I really want to do. I'm going to release a DVD, yeah, but at the same time, it's like, you know, Am I going to release another one after this? You know, it's my main goal is to honestly get it in the right hands. You know what I mean? Gotcha. So basically the DVD is like, here's me. This is what I've done. This is what I'm about. Take a look. And then basically, you know, it could yeah. build on it from there with whoever. Kurt, you, you know, you know, man, like this is, there's a lot entailed in depth with, with what goes on with this. It's not oh, just yeah. like, let's, let's go grab our bro. Let's go, let's go, you know, grab our shotgun and let's go hunt. I mean, for sure. This is literally documenting everything that's going on in your life as far as hunting trees. Yeah. Yep. Well, that'll be cool. I mean, if you lay it all out and people get that honest vibe of what you're doing, you know, I mean, that could take off. Yeah. Your chances of getting somewhere are pretty far. And you're, it's obviously you're passionate about it. You know what I mean? So. Right. People pick up on that. I think people sniff out the BS and people who are just doing it to be famous or whatever. I don't necessarily think anyone does this to get rich. You know what I mean? But sorry, we're interrupted by a cat. Sorry about that. Uh, You know, know. here was something that I wanted to touch on. I mean, you know, obviously where we're at Illinois, we're on the border of Iowa. Um, you know, when, when, when you think of those states, as far as bow hunting goes, like, you know, there's deer there when, you know, when you, when you think of a state like, you know, Maryland or New Jersey, you know, you, it, to me, it's, it's kind of, you know, I'm like, oh, they got deer there, you know, and I just, I I just don't, you know, I haven't ever, I've been to Maryland once. I've been to Baltimore and I didn't see any forests there. So, right. (laughs) You know, I mean, majority of the time when we're hunting down here. Um, suburban archery zones, we call them down here, where literally you'll have, you know, a 40-acre lot, you know, up against a subdivision. Mm-hmm. And there'll be there'll be boatloads of deer in there. But here in Maryland, the deer population is so bad, we have unlimited does. Really? What? You're allowed to kill as many does as you want. I think that's kind of how it is in uh, Illinois. I mean, you, as long as you keep buying tags. But I think that's cha- that's going to change, I think. Um I mean, it's it's gotten to a point where here they're doing they're starting to do in city hunts like um, my my hometown of Rock Island, Illinois. I mean, you know, there's it's a city, you you know, there's there's not much there. But but the deer have gotten so bad in you know, just areas that you would not expect to find deer. There's, you know, well they become used to people, you know, they're they're around everywhere now. I mean, do you do you guys have anything like that now that is set up? I mean, what's. I, I guess what I'm trying to trying to find out here, uh, you know, in a roundabout way, is what's the hunting culture like? I mean, around here, everybody's rocking camo. You know, you see bone collector stickers. You know, hopefully you'll start seeing working class bow hunter stickers on trucks. But 
what's walk me through what the hunting culture is like out there i mean is it is it a way of life good question like it like yeah, it, is it, it, it definitely is um i mean you can't go into a store without you know seeing real tree or, or even mossy oak or, or anything um you know hunting out here opening day of gun season it's the orange army man <laughs> you're looking at timber all these orange. It's, it's bad it's bad i feel i feel for the guys hunting public land in maryland it's it's insane yeah there's i mean gun season even though the, you know i hunt private land and all around me is private land it's a war zone when shotgun season opens in Illinois. You can just hear it and oh, it's scary. I feel, oh, yeah. I feel bad for the for the deer, man. I'm like, jeez. Sticks a dynamite every twenty seconds. Boom. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm like, every time I hear a shot, I'm like, please let that not be my buck. Come yeah. on, buddy, make right. it through. Make it through. I mean, you drive by a public land during shotgun here, and oh yeah, it's like, oh yeah, you dots just, of orange everywhere out there. Just like someone dropped. Orange Skittles everywhere <laughs> in the woods. It's like dropped them in the tree. There's no such thing as an orange Skittle. Yeah, there is. No, there's not. What kind of Skittles did you eat when you grew up? Tropical. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! See what we do with this, Anthony. But uh, you know, I, I guess that's kind of uh, don't even jump up. Don't even. We're yelling at my cat. Get her out of here. Yeah, get get out of here. Turn it over the door. Get out of here. Uh, so. Yeah, go ahead, Steve. Sorry. No, I mean that just—it's it, kind of one of those curious things. I mean, you know what? Um, okay, well she doesn't continue, Steve. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? Uh, what's your camo pattern of choice? I mean, you, you mentioned real tree. All right, so you're a real tree. Real tree, all day, every day, man. So okay, I got a good question for you here. We have we got we still got a lot more questions. We're just running out of steam because Steve's easily distracted. I'll just blame it on him. There was a cat in here. So, <laughs> first question is, this is like a two-part. Sportsman, outdoor, hunt channel, pursuit, they all say, hey, take your pick. What network would you go to if you could go to any? I would go to any of them, honestly, but if I had to make a choice. <laughs> <laughs> um, if I had to make a choice. First one to call, right? It would be it would be a toss up, but it, it would probably be a toss up between two. It would either be the sportsman channel or outdoor channel. Yeah, outdoor yeah. channel is more. The only honestly, I'm not sure what the difference is. I think money money is the difference on uh, which channel. I think outdoor channel. I think asks for more money. Don't quote me on that. I'm not sure as far as you know if you want to produce your stuff on there for four to six months. Yeah, I think a lot of those channels you can actually just pay and you know, have a show really, if you got the funds, but you know, obviously sponsorship money and stuff like that would help. Um, do you currently have any sponsors or are you going sponsor free or how's that working for you right now? I'm sponsor free, you know, um, I'm, like I said, I'm doing this all out of pocket. Um, whatever, you know, if anyone wants to jump on, I'm here. (laughs) I mean, it it never hurts, you know? Um, And then the second it's, part. It's very hard, man. It's, you got to have something really that someone wants because, you know, they're looking at you as an investment. Right. Yeah, absolutely. You got to have a product to sell pretty much. Well, it's right. just especially right. if someone's going to put their product name on your, basically on your face or your their your face on their product name, whatever. Um, I mean, you got to right. have something going. That's what I mean. You got to have something special for them to look at and be like, hey, yeah. this guy's got it. Let's sign him right. or whatever, you know. Yep, yep. And then uh, the second part to my question is, what if someone said, hey, I'm doing this show. I got the contract right here for whatever hunting network, but you're my co-host for the show. Would you do it or would you say, hey, I'm holding out? Sure. 
Yeah, sure, I'd do it. You know, that's just another stepping stone. You got to start somewhere. You got to learn to walk before you run. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's right. okay, that's a very good way to put that. Actually, so I was just, I was just curious because some guys are like, nope, all me or nothing. You know, I'm just doing this for myself, and so okay. you know, this is not like I like I've said, this is not about money. Um, this is just being able to do what I feel and what I know I was put here to do. I, you know, it, it, money is not an issue. I just want to be able to hunt every day of my life. You know, right. whether it's you know doing hunting seminar, you know. Going to a uh, you know an elementary school teaching children how to use a, a you know a slate call or, or anything. Yeah, right, right on. Right anything on. to do with hunting. Okay, speaking of hunting shows, favorite hunting show that you like to go to? Probably the. I can take a good guess. So go ahead. <laughs> the favorite hunting show. My most favorite hunting show. Favorite. Okay, we'll I, do this. I, I, favorite hunting show on TV and favorite like outdoor expo show. Okay, favorite hunting show is a toss up, man. Um, it's fear no evil. A bracket. And then also <laughs> on uh, um, Heartland Bowhunter, they've got some incredible footage that they have on their on their network. So, and not, not to make you jealous, did you see we uh, see that picture we took with Bracket? Yeah, I seen it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we went down there. Yeah, I, we met him, dude. It was he is like the coolest guy. If you ever meet him in real life, that will there will no there will no longer be a toss up of. Uh, he, he's a very down to earth guy. I have met him. I have had the privilege oh, to meet him, and uh, he's very yeah, he is very down to earth. Like you know, he's not he's not real stuck up. He, you know, he'll he'll hold a conversation with you and talk to you pretty much about anything. It was weird. Yeah, he led us into his house, and he just like started doing something else. Well, you, well not his house, but you can't be stuck up in this industry. I mean, the hunting world's all about camaraderie and personality, and if you don't have any either of that, you're right. just not going to make it. You know, that's the way I look at it. With that guy, though, he ain't scared to tell you how it is. Uh, yeah. no, no, he's not. He'll, he'll tell you straight up. He, he he will not, you know, shy away from anything. No, he won't beat around the bush for sure. No. He's, yeah, he's just a new... How did you guys end up going to his crib, man? <laughs> we just basically, he was... here. He did this. He was getting ready to go to Canada and down at Castle Kill. Where he was going in Canada, not to interrupt you, I'm really good friends with Ryan Hardner, his uh, guy that he goes out there for for river brooms. Really? Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm real good friends with him. I talk to him quite a bit. Okay, yeah, that's that... Uh, it's a small it, world. We've been following him, uh, following a little bit after that. Um, when we... We saw... I guess he put a post out that he was selling a bunch of his old gear... And he's like, hey, right. come down to Castle Kill and come buy this stuff. And then nobody showed up, I guess, or a couple people did. And he goes, well, I guess Facebook was broken, so we'll do it again. And we all looked at each other, and it was like, let's go. Let's we got to go. And we it, got off work, and we went. It, it was only, from where we're at now, it was only an hour drive down there. Eh, about an hour and ten minutes. Yeah, if that. I did see him post that. I saw him post it actually on Twitter. You know, he said, I'm having a you know a huge sale, this and that. And I was that's crazy, man. Yeah, if you ever want to, uh, other than CamelFire.com, if you ever want to get the best deals on, <laughs> on any hunting gear, wait till Bracket's selling some of his stuff. I mean. And don't download CamelFire either. I'll get you in trouble. Oh, God, yeah. You will lose money. But, I mean, yeah, that that's how it happened. And we, we finally find the place. We see his truck, and we're looking, and we're like, oh, this building's kind of raggedy. So we walk up to it. We it's walk not up to, raggedy. No, I mean, it didn't look like. A place that I was wanting to willingly go into, and then, uh, <laughs> and then as, as soon as we walk up, we just hear this girl come from around the corner. He's inside. We're like, 
Oh, hey, thanks. <laughs> and you walk in, and it's immaculate in there. It is one of the coolest things you will ever see. Just he's got these pallet boards and stuff like that. It was, it, it was quite interesting. And and you know, just he's like, hey, come on in, take a look around, see what you want to buy, and and then we just kind of hung out and shot the breeze with him. And I I think when we left, it was like you know we all kind of looked at each other like. Man, I, I, if we died and went to heaven, it'd be kind of cool. But this is really cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, man. That is awesome. So, you probably met him at the uh, what's the big show out by you guys? Um, the Harrisburg Sportsman Show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. I was thinking about coming out to check that out. Let's go. Let me know when. <laughs> <laughs> we got a place to crash, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, let me know, man. It's mm-hmm. like, literally, it's like 40 minutes from my house at that, like a half hour, 40 minutes. All right, what kind of beer do you drink? I'll bring yeah, some beer. I was just about to ask. I, I don't drink. I haven't drank in 13 years. Well, good well, for God, you. How old, wait, how old are you? <laughs> I'm 32. You haven't drank for 13. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, I quit. I quit drinking. I did all my partying way before I was 21. <laughs> <laughs> they do have yingling out there, though. That's what we're looking forward to. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, you're, uh, that's funny. You're 32 and you've been drinking, done drinking since 13. That's like half my life you haven't drank. <laughs> yeah, I haven't. I, you know, I, I gave it all up. You know, I had kids and, you know, I kind of, it's you know, was choice. hanging out with the wrong crowd at that time and I called it quits. I said, you know, this is not me. So. Well, if you ever listen to our podcast uh, past episodes, you know we like to crack them open and have a good time. So. Actually, it's past. yeah, yeah, no, no worries, man. You know, I, I, can, I, you know, I still go and hang out, you know, with friends at bars, and so it doesn't, it doesn't, you know, hurt me in any way. It doesn't make me want to drink or anything. Well, good for you. We can get back on a topic. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. This dude's talking some positive stuff. No, well, no, he's got back to killing. You know, this he guy's definitely a, is. I want to get back on his on his grind here. <laughs> <laughs> well, enough about your life. <laughs> yeah. Oh, let's talk about Steve's. Uh, Steve, are you balding yet? Yep. <laughs> uh, you haven't been winded yet this podcast, so that's no, a I haven't. It's because uh, I wore shorts today. <laughs> But, uh, Kurt, are you are you shaving the beard or what, dude? Oh man, he <laughs> we were just talking it. about this right before the he podcast. Hit, hit actually, all right. For anyone who doesn't know me, I've been growing this beard for over a year now. Yeah, almost, like a year and I'm almost doing like a year and a month on my my beard, and it might be coming off tomorrow. So for new mothers, it's a 13 month old. Dude, beard. dude, no, seriously, you need to cut it, man. You're looking a little straggly. Bro. <laughs> Thank this guy, you. This guy doesn't even know you, and he's saying you're looking. Well, every time I'm like, man, I'm thinking about shaving. Steve's like, points at um, Logan, you need to shave, and then he points at me, you don't need to shave. <laughs> so, and then I hear like people are like, don't shave, and then you know, then the next person's like, dude, shave. Trust me, just shave. So you want you want to shave? Have you seen him without a beard? I have seen it without a beard. Yeah, I was. I actually was on his Instagram page, and I'm like, "Just a change, dude, man." <laughs> <laughs> does he not? Does he not have the dreamiest eyes? Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm oh, sorry. I don't know. I think it's a little warm in here. But I don't know where my head is. <laughs> he couldn't answer that question. He's uh, like, "Oh man, I regret coming on this stupid podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is the last podcast I do." <laughs> what other hunting podcast do you listen to? Working class bowhunter, that's it. That's yeah. it. Oh, that's what we like to hear yeah, right there. Can, the one can, and only. Can we use that snippet? <laughs> We're gonna use that's we, we should. 
34 minutes. <laughs> yeah, we're into this. We're doing good. <laughs> Anthony, what's up? Any questions for us? What do you got going? I mean, we're not we're not even uh, close yeah, to man. How did, how did you guys get involved with this? How did you guys start? How did you guys get together and, you know, say, <laughs> let's start a podcast, man. It's cool. All right. Well, I'll start my half of the story here <laughs> because it's actually, it's kind of, well, to me, it's interesting. To everyone it's, else, it's, it might it's not be. It's a puzzle piece. It's a puzzle. I'm going to give you the first clue to the puzzle or piece of the puzzle. First so, clue to the puzzle. Can we shut say up, that? Steve? <laughs> this is Steve. Don't don't slip up on anything. He'll catch it. <laughs> he, ruins the, he ruins the momentum to every episode. Oh, guys, uh, we're playing Clue. What's the murder weapon? A puzzle piece <laughs> in the pantry. <laughs> okay, where I'm going? Um, Sleeveless, apparently. I've been. A, it's hot in here, man. It is. I've been a fan of. I like podcasts, and I'm like, you know what? A hunting podcast would be awesome. So I look up hunting podcasts, start listening to hunting podcasts. And I'm just like, ah, it's just scripted, like to the T, like it's just rough. I don't know. I just can't, couldn't get into them. It wasn't relaxed enough for me. It was too, hey, everyone, this is going to be an educational episode, blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, oh, geez, okay, I can't, I'm bored. So I shut it off and I get on twitter for some reason and i'm like man i want to start a hunting podcast <laughs> hashtag yes or i don't know what i made that part up steve hits me up hey man uh i run a comedy podcast uh if you want to be a you know be a guest on the podcast sometime check it out and see how you know it all goes down and the production of it and whatever so i procrastinated on them for a while because some shady dudes hit me up on twitter <laughs> and then i finally ended up going on his on his podcast and it was a good time, and one thing led to another, and Steve's going to take over from here. Yeah, so what ended up happening was um, Kurt was like, dude, you're so awesome, I need you to host. <laughs> no. That didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. I, I was like, hey, let's let's get this uh, thing going, and, uh, you know, we talked about it for a while, and then we d- wanted to do it, and then uh, and then we went on this 3D shoot. I think it was a last it was the last 3D shoot of the season last summer. Is that? Yeah, I think yeah. that's right. Yeah, because we went with uh, Logan and was yeah. it all four of us. Yeah. So yeah, that's a, so it was it was Logan and Eric, and then we were um, we were we went on this 3D shoot, had a great time. Uh, well, the night before, me and uh, Kurt had a real good time. Um, Drinking. Don't, uh, don't pause after of, you uh, say that. <laughs> I, we were drinking that beer. Kind of weird. There <laughs> Nothing. For a, a real good time. Yeah, we're such good friends. No, uh, we were drinking and we were just talking about things. You know, just uh, hunting, life, music, <laughs> girls, life, hunt. And then we went to this three D shoot. Met up with uh, Eric and Logan. Great time. Some time goes past. And I, I I mentioned something. I was like, because we finally came up with a name. And then I go, dude, I I think we already had the team together. And Kurt's like, well, what do you mean? I go, when we did that three D shoot, I think that's the first time that, you oh, know, it was just a good time. All together, everyone vibed right, and there was no bad blood. And, oh, and <laughs> there were some really memorable moments from there. And it was like, this is it. So I remember me and Kurt went to Eric's house. Because Eric said he wanted to, he was like, hey, I'm going to have some people over, but I can't get too drunk because i got to be up, like, super early. So me and Kurt are like, okay, we're getting him super drunk. <laughs> and, you know, we're we're hanging out in his garage, and then, you know, Kurt's like, Kurt asked him, he's like, hey, dude, do you want to do you want to do this? And it was like, yep, so that all started vibing, and then we got yep. Logan on board. And, uh, it, it, it's all just 
here we are. Yeah, here here we are. We we got all the gear together. We kind of learned how to how to put a podcast together, and you know, with Google, all YouTube this stuff, and, and YouTube, and you know, we've. Honestly, well, the cool thing honestly, is, before this, I didn't even know what podcasts were, and a lot of people don't, and that's the hard thing about getting into the podcast world. Is no one really listens to podcasts. I mean, there's a lot of people who do more than you think, but at the same time, I mean, Anthony, do you listen to any other podcasts? You know, besides Hunting Topic. No, I don't listen to any but Working Class Bowhunter. Man, best. this guy. All right, keep keep that. That's that's the second sound bite. <laughs> but you know, it's just. <laughs> It's a little different, um, like, market to get into, but, dude, I have so much fun with this. I used to do the film thing. I still film stuff, but and we're going to do some videos, but we're not – I don't know. The podcast, dude, is just so much fun, and the crew we got going together, it's – we all vibe so well, and we're all on the same page with our hunting and everything like that. There's no disagreements yet. Um, Steve and Logan might scrap it out in the backyard, <laughs> but other than that, you know, it's all good, so – don't let it go. Keep going, man. It's only gonna, you know, you know, you're only gonna go further and further and further with it. And I wish you guys the best of luck. You know, I'll stand beside you any day. Well, we appreciate it. Yeah, and we're we're hoping the the same for you. I mean, you know, it's and that that was it was one of the cool things that you know when Kurt's like, hey, the, uh, this guy's gonna be on. He's like, he's he's got the same goals as us. He just wants to do this. I mean, essentially, everybody has that goal of wanting to do what you love for a living. Um, but I think where a lot of people give up and, and where they give up on life is, is they stop. Like, cause they're like, I'm not making money doing this, but it's like at the end of the day, that's right. not really what it's about. They don't you put right. 110% into it. Yeah. You need to put 110% into it. Um, I mean, you know, luckily we only put about like 36% into this. <laughs> We're pretty good so far. So if we do put forth, you know, effort, like, like I tell everyone, you know, whether, I make it or I don't make it or, you know, not saying that you guys say you guys don't make it. You still have a legacy you're leaving behind. You know what I mean? That's a good way to put that. I mean, there's something that people are going to be able to dig up and see what horrible a person Steve is. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, my days of uh, running for senator or just any office is done i think people are going to start digging me up online they're like this guy i think whether or two we yeah, make it or not. A trip together, kind of mail. i'll take you guys on bowhunt man bowhunt trip yeah we'll have to come hang out we'll uh we'll, we'll have to bring all our stuff out there and we'll do a podcast in maryland definitely that'd be sick <laughs> what were you gonna say eric i was gonna say whether you make it or not i think we're always gonna do it because we love doing it you know well, I mean, we can it's do this for podcast the... forever. Right. That's what I mean. We might yeah. lose all our listeners, but we're still going to do it. We're still going to do it. <laughs> Essentially, at the end of the day, it's three to four dudes just sitting in a really hot room. A really hot room. Drinking yeah, yeah. beer. All right, Anthony, I got a question for you. On your uh, Instagram yeah. and all that, you got this picture of this real big buck. Is that a Maryland mm-hmm. killed deer? What we'll to put a picture That is of a that. Maryland killed deer, yes. And that deer drug me around everywhere for about two and a half years. Two and a half? Yeah, about two and a half years I hunted him for. And uh, honestly, I think the only reason I harvested that deer was because an opposing property pushed him to me. Um, it was November November 10th I killed him. So uh, Hold on, I'll go, I'll go right to his rack right now. He killed November 10th on 2000, uh, 2012-2013. Wasn't didn't you say something? I was talking to you on the phone uh, a few weeks ago. Wasn't it like it's 
It was like a top-ranked deer for the year in Maryland or something like that? Yeah, it was one of the top 10 biggest bucks. I had one uh 2012, which was him, and then I had another one in 2003, I think it was. Mm-hmm. For for archer, yeah. So that's that's a pretty big deal. I mean, what what are the numbers? I mean, I I don't know if you know this by on the top of your head. I guess we could look it up, because um, you know they put out a thing for like I don't know Boone and Crockett and Pope and Young does it to where they put out by county yeah. how many entries in the record book. Certain it's over two hundred. I think it's like two hundred and sixty eight non typical was killed down in Southern Maryland. Really? That made that made the book. Yeah. It, it's it's in the book, yeah, it's in the book. Um, there's a, there's been a handful of them that are 200 inches. A lot of those, I mean, they're here where I hunt on my farms. It's just, you know, my farms are so thick, man. It's either you're on them or they're gone. Yeah. You know, cutting shooting lanes or not. I mean, I can cut a shooting lane and it's like they know and they'll go right <laughs> on the outskirts of where I need to go, you know, where I need them to be. Yeah, yeah. But um, a lot of it's down window. towards um, like Cecil County, um, Harford County, you know, down the road about an hour away. So, I mean, really, Maryland, like kind of like what Steve was saying earlier, like Maryland, Pennsylvania, you know, all the West Virginia, all the eastern states out there, they're way underrated. I don't, th- I don't think they get they as much underrated. credit. And Maryland, yes. honestly, in my opinion, is a sleeper state. I mean, I've hunted here my whole life. Don't get me wrong. My dream hunters to go, you know, Iowa or Illinois. Yeah, but, yeah I mean, buddy. <laughs> That's what we like to hear. I, uh, I, I've, you know, I've missed, you know, giants you know that would that would put the deer that i have on my wall to shame mm-hmm. you know, they're here they're just smart they're not big because they're dumb you know what i mean yeah that's right well you know and the misconception is i'm not i know you know better because we've talked and everything like that um a lot of people think that you know oh i'm gonna go hunt in illinois oh no there's there's 150 inch deer around every tree well <laughs> that's not, not the case <laughs> it's not i mean you know that it's yeah, got Nothing's some big ones down there man yeah, you know, we yeah definitely do. You can't deny that there there's definitely big deer out here. But man, you'd almost be surprised. There's a lot of people around like locally who see some. And I don't I don't have a hundred seventy inch deer on the wall by any means. I have some good deer, but there's people who are like, man, I would do anything for a hundred and twenty inch buck, which is awesome. By the I, there's nothing wrong with a hundred twenty inch buck, but when you right. look at the numbers, it's a hundred and twenty inches versus a hundred and you know there's guys out here kill two hundred inch deer. You know, so. Do you know how many deer last year that I passed up, honestly, that were probably 120s or 130s? I, I guarantee you that I know that for myself, I passed up at least 20. My cameraman passed up at least 20, and they were all different bucks. We actually found a lot of their shed this year. So, oh, really? You know, they're, they're, I mean, they're going to be bigger next year, and that's a lot of people got to get in their head. You know, if they want to kill a big buck, and you, and you can manage somewhat of a property, let them go. Let them go. You're going to, you know, they're, they're not going to leave. If the food's there, they're going to stay there. So how when you when you say one twenty whatever you know, in Maryland I know what 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 age are these deer two and a half three and a half year olds two yeah about two and a half okay half, yeah three well, three and a half you know I, I passed up on some last year that I kind of bit the bullet on where I look back on film and I'm like man you know I should have took a poke at him you know but, a good uh, three and a half year old hard to pass sometimes man. I, I shot the, that that deer I killed in 2012 was a was a one he was borderline 150 he was like 149 and five eighths or something like that I want something that's 160. Yeah, and that that 160 and, uh, number is a hard hard to hit. I hunted with some guys in uh, Fulton County last season, and um, I used to hunt this property, and then they got sold, and they invited me back down. And they put me in the stand, like, yeah, dude, there's a 165 inch nine pointer in here. Show me trail cameras. 
and they're like, but you can shoot whatever you want. And I'm like, well, you just said there's a 165-inch <laughs> yeah, nine-point right I here. I know what I want. <laughs> I'm holding out for that. And, and they put me on, and I had one day to hunt, and it was a really warm later season. Like It was in late December, but it was like a really warm day. And so I'm like, okay, I'm going to hold out for that 165-inch. Like, yeah, he's in there, man. You might see him because I was just down from a food source. But these guys I'm hunting with, I've been around the block. They One guy has a couple 200-inch deer. One has two Boone and Crockett's. They're like, you know, I'm waiting for that 170. And I'm like, good God, man. If I see a 140.10, I'm shooting. I'm going to shoot them, dude. <laughs> but I don't have a couple 200 inch deer or a couple 170s on the wall. You know what I mean? So I've talked to guys, you know, and they're like, oh, yeah, I have a you know, 140, 150. And I'm like, you know, I don't think you did. Cause I don't, you know what I mean? Not to say anything, but, you know, I don't think people really know how big a 150 is when you see them. It, it, a 150 can look like a 170, you know, in the moment. That's very. That's a very good point. Kurt He's, knows exactly how big they are when he measures them. Yeah, when I measure them. <laughs> He's well, that, a bumping yeah. young measurer. Well, that's the thing. I do with a lot of that. Like, um, the guys that I was hunting with that were telling me, you know, you're on this 165. Those guys, without a doubt, I know when they say, I seen a 170, they seen a 170. They're, you know, those type of guys. Like, professional hunters, really, that just don't film. That's what they are. Right. But I know right. exactly what you're saying. There's guys who are like, yeah, I seen a whatever rancher, and but you know I'm waiting them out. I'm like, same thing you said. I don't know if you really did. Like you know he might. No, yeah, the way that I do it, honestly, man, is is when I'm hunting, man. If that deer, if I have to question if that deer is big enough, he's not big enough. That's right. You should but know if I'm right away. There and my knees will, my knees are buckling, and I know without a doubt he's a shooter, and he's a shooter. That's that's a good way to. That's like a good rule of thumb. I kind of do that if I if a deer walks in, and I see him, and I'm like, oh. Oh my God! Like yeah. you know, I got to shoot yeah. it. You have yeah. that feeling right away when you see that deer. It's like this is that's the yeah. one I'm killing. Yep, that's exactly right. And the, you know, I've learned over just hunting. Back at, when I first started, oh, that's a buck. I just wanted to kill a buck with my bow. Now I'm like, okay, let's see what he. That, that's almost more fun, you know. Like, all right, let's see what he is. Seeing like, what he'll grow into. Yeah, I love that. And guys hate on me. I've been hated on. Like, you need to shoot it. That's about, that's why I quit doing the whole I'm on this field staff or pro staff thing for video. Well, you just need to shoot right. it. We need to get butt kills on film. And I'm like, nobody wants yeah. to watch a guy shoot a 100-inch deer in Illinois on film. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know. Well, 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 if you're going to shoot a 100-inch yeah, buck, I have to shoot it, though. You know? That's kind of what I'm saying. But, you know, there's guys that are going to argue and say, you know, well, there's guys that are just meat hunters. I'm like, yeah, but you don't. You watch hunting shows to watch big bucks yeah. get put down, man. I mean, and it's right. relative to where you're at. But right. the guys that are in Maryland, once you put this DVD out, if you're passing 120s, they got to be looking at you like, well, maybe not. Right. Maybe they're all on the same page. But I, from my perspective, from being from the Midwest, I think 120 is an awesome buck out east or down south. Are you? Are you? Do you guys have a uh, a rack? Uh, I guess. I don't know what they even call like it. Here. You guys they have to have so many points. Yeah, lack a rack uh, restriction as far as when you harvest them. No, no. not at all. No. They, they just employ that here. So what? What is the restriction? It's got to be three, three or more points on one side. Oh, really? Yeah. Three or more, which is, on yeah, is going to be, which is going to benefit you know people that are hunting you know dominant whitetails. You know, yeah. Because not, I think they did a research a couple of years back, and they said like sixty to seventy percent of the other bucks that were you know checked in were spikes, you know, or you wow. know yearlings. So okay, 
three or more points on one side. So what if one's like broke off, but he's like a one fifty, and he's got a broken G two, and he doesn't. Yeah, one side I mean, doesn't yeah, if, you, if he's got, if you can hang a ring on it, I guess you could you could probably hammer down on him. But I don't, you know, I don't know. I passed up a buck last year because of that. His his whole left side was broke off. I mean, he had a, he had his main beam there, but his tines were gone. And he had tines broke on the other side that were all the way clean down to where the you know main beam was, and I and I knew he was a big buck. It's a buck that we have history with. Oh and man! And I, I didn't I didn't shoot him. Well, that'll probably make a big difference in the future as far as your quality of deer, and it'll, it'll probably change perspective on underrated states as far as everything right. you know the whole hunting show media thing goes down. I mean, you know, if you if you if you think about it. You know, the reason behind that is if, if people start finding out that, you know, they start whispering, like, dude, Maryland's got big deer. They've got really big deer. There. <laughs> then they'll, then they'll get out of Iowa and yeah, Illinois and let us I, And then they'll, they'll say, you know, <laughs> they'll say, it's like, well, let's take a trip. And right. Let's go. Let's go hunt. So then, then all of a sudden, then, you know, then you start making money, like, you know, how Colorado makes money because everybody wants to go hunt those giant elk out there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right. You know, maybe Maryland's like, hey, we need to grow these deer so we can get tourist money so they can come eat Church's chicken and shoot deer. <laughs> you got Church's chicken well, out there? Well, another thing that, that irritates me is, you know, the the DNR down here, you know, they complain about the deer population. And, you know, I mean, the deer population down here is insane. It, it literally is, man. But <laughs> yet again, they, they only let you hunt designated Sundays. We're not allowed to hunt, you know. Any Sunday, it's really? designated. Really? So why would you why would you designate it? But That's, at the same time, oh, why won't you just let it hunt? Okay, That's but at crazy. the same time, here you still start your season in early September and end in January. I mean, I, I, I right. can I can understand the reasoning behind that of those certain Sundays, but yeah, I mean, they, you know, to me that was never a thing. That well, hold on, hold on, hold on. With the Sunday thing, it's every Sunday you can't hunt, right? You only hunt certain Sundays. <laughs> Yeah, we we only have like four or five Sundays that we're allowed to hunt during the season. So why wouldn't they just open Sunday hunting? See, I'm gonna say yeah. it like this, and people are gonna disagree, or I don't know. I think that's horseshit, in my opinion. I think yeah. that it sucks, is. man. Because that's the does. one day you have off work. You yeah, got two days on the weekend if you're a full time employee. You know, yeah. Sometimes you're not even getting that Saturday off. Like Sundays, you're you got the working hunt. class bow hunter that uh, you know, it's a weekend <laughs> warrior that can only hunt on a, you know on a Saturday. You know, and yeah, then that's right. You got you you don't see anything Saturday. You don't see your buck, and then oh, I got to go back to work Monday. No hunting Sunday. Right. So that's the thing. Like, what's their what's, what's their, their reasoning? Reason? Yeah. What's the reasoning behind that? Jesus wouldn't hunt. I, I, on Sunday. Honestly, I'm I, I don't I don't know. I, I don't know if it's it's state. I, I I know that New Jersey. I'm not sure. I think I heard that New Jersey doesn't allow Sunday hunting either. I think you know, Pennsylvania is the not, same way. I'm not actually like you know one of these conspiracy, but I think that might actually be because that is the Sabbath day. I mean, up in Minnesota, they've got something where you can't even buy booze on Sunday. Right. Yeah. I I mean, so I think it's something as mundane as that. Is that what you think? Is religion the the because well, you're, you're not supposed to do anything on Sunday's a day of rest, and you know a lot of people. Here's my thing: you work a funky shift. Your days, your Saturday is Sunday, and you have Monday off. You know what I'm doing? If I if my Saturday night is Sunday night, I'm gonna buy some beer and drink some beer. And if I want to hunt that morning, hunt all day, I'm gonna do it. And I don't think any state yeah. should tell me whether or not I get to do it or not. I just think it's it's BS, man. It's crazy. It kind of you know, and especially you know I, how much of your guys' license in Illinois. 
for a, for a muzzle. Uh, you guys got to buy a muzzleloader stamp and all? No. Um, yeah, it d- depends on what pay. side of the river you live on, how much you're going to pay for a hunt. Oh, license. Wow. I don't know why I can't. 35 <laughs> for a, I don't know why I can't. For a, bow tag, for a bow tag, it's twenty seven fifty. Yeah, I always just yeah, get see, the... For a, for a muzzleloader stamp and, you know, a bow stamp, and then, you know, if you want to buy your bonus buck stamp, you're looking at, like, 60 bucks. Yeah, I think mm. we're, we're cheaper than that. What I normally do is, when I go for bow season is, because typically you have to apply for your shotgun season here. If you get lucky, you can buy them over the counter if there's some left. I go in, I just say, hey, right. give me give me a combination tag, buck and a doe tag, and then I want an extra doe tag, and then I get... I already have my license because I buy it, you know, before turkey season. And I get my, all my stamps, right. habitat stamps, and it's well under 60 bucks. I think it's in oh, the yeah. 40s somewhere. Somewhere around there. Because I got to buy a doe tag and a buck tag for where I hunt. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I you was. Know, you're looking at 2750 for a buck tag, and then it's like $13 for a uh, doe tag. Or well, your first, first tag, right. yeah, you get. And it, 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 how, is there a limit on the amount of bucks that you can uh, shoot? Yeah, say say that say that we went out hunting tomorrow, okay, and say that we harvest the buck. Now you're talking you about what kill, I want to do. You yeah, have to har- <laughs> you have to harvest <laughs> two does before you can harvest another buck. Really? And then you can harvest two does, and then you can harvest another buck. But say that I, you know, harvest a buck during bow season, and I harvest two does, and it's still bow season, and and I want to, you know, harvest another buck. I have to use my bonus buck stamp. So that means late season. I can't hunt during bow season with my bow. Hmm. You know, the only way that I can use my bow is if I go out and I bow hunt during muzzleloader season. I mean, it's very complicated. Every year they change somewhere. Literally, I have to physically call the DNR headquarters and talk to them (laughs) and say, look, I don't understand this book, man. Well, see, that sucks, man. See, like Iowa, I can only harvest one buck during bow season, and that's it. You can shoot as We're allowed can, one, two, three. I think we're allowed four altogether here. Four bucks? Four bucks. During yeah. bow season? Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. And that's crazy because you guys have seen, well, you can't hunt. I mean, there's probably a lot less. I mean, obviously, Illinois is a much bigger state. But if you think about it, there's a lot less deer getting killed there because a lot of guys work Saturdays and can't hunt Sunday. So, I mean, I don't. I don't know. It's just kind of confusing how that all plays out. And that that sucks, man. I feel for you on that. Because if I couldn't hunt Sundays, I would just have a fit. You, so you guys, I'd go yeah. nuts, man. You guys know what we're yeah. arguing about? Government regulations <laughs> ruining things. Oh, yeah. Imagine <laughs> Been that. saying it since day one. God. Yeah, the yeah. fact that you have to change things once a year. I mean, we're very ethical by the book. I mean, you know, we don't we don't break laws intentionally. However... The average person commits six felonies a day just because of all the amount of regulations. So when they start doing this, I mean, it's going to get to a point where some kid's going to go shoot his first buck. And then he's going to be like, Daddy, aren't you proud of me? And then the dad and son get arrested and sent to federal penitentiary because of some law that they the forgot DNR it was came Sunday. <laughs> yeah, and that the law. Yeah, the they, D- they word the book to where it's like they want you to get in trouble, you know what I mean? And that's literally what I have to do every year. I literally, I got it programmed in my phone, DNR. I call them and I say, look, man, I don't understand this. Well, you know, what's the deal? And half of them will tell me the same thing. Well, I don't really understand it either. You know what I mean? Oh, you're <laughs> supposed to be enforcing it. Imagine that. that that's a yeah. huge problem. Problem I got, you know, you look at the, the the rule book about you know what you can do, what you shouldn't do. 
and it's always something that that changes. Now, luckily, Illinois hasn't changed too much uh, recently. It's little things here and there, for the most part. But, but even still, it's like you know, it's going to get to a point. I don't. I don't want to get too political because I, I I have my my uh, theories. <laughs> but but still, you you're seeing it where you're at. It's changing, right? And I, I you know, it's like how do you expect the guy who has been shooting deer since he was six years old, and he's eighty-four. How are you going to change his ways? And now you're going to now you're going to change his ways when he hasn't really done anything wrong, you know. But now right. all of a sudden, a good way to put that. That's a good point. All of a sudden, the caliber, of the round he was using was was wrong, or the weight of his, you know, the, his or he draw wasn't wearing was so bad. many square inches of blaze orange not or whatever. So many, you know, the guy owns a thousand acres. If anyone's on his land, he's got his little pea shooter that he can take care of them. <laughs> you know, the, one of the, one of the things that we've got now is uh, is is you can't carry a fire or carry a sidearm with you when you're bow hunting. Which, if you have your concealed carry permit and you're on private property, you should be able to. Suppose right. somebody's trespassing on your land, and they they're bringing a shotgun or a rifle, and they're illegally harvesting deer. And all of a sudden, because you're following the rules, somebody's trespassing on your land, and they've got a gun pointed at you. You can't defend yourself right. for somebody illegal. Tra- so I mean, that's a big rule that that I have a problem with. But luckily for me, uh, I know a state senator who will be on this podcast pretty soon, and we'll we, get that changed. We, he says that every podcast. I, I so, do. Anthony, I want to talk to you about, back to the Sunday thing. How does that affect mm-hmm. your filming and your production? And, you know, how does that, it kind of throws a stick in things, right? I Yeah, I, I call in a lot of, I get sick a lot during hunting season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, that's, yeah. We like to, hey, we, um, we yeah, I, uh, I, I save up designated weeks, man. Um, You know, and I really hammer down to where it's insane where I'm hunting, you know, two weeks straight, nonstop. Yeah. But uh, it, it does throw a damper in things, you know, because I'm limited. If I have to work a full week, you know, I, I'm I'm pretty much screwed, you know. See, man, and that just, that just makes it worse because, you know, you're a working class guy, which is another reason why we wanted you on the podcast. And there's a lot of people out there who talk about, hey, you know. There's a lot of a lot of talk. Hey, I want to. I'm going to film. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. But like you were saying earlier, you got to you got to have the time. You got that time to do it. You well, know? you got to really go for it too. At the same time, right. right? You know, when when I when I work, you know, all day, I'll come home, spend as much time as I can with my family, and then it's literally I'm scrambling at my computer, you know. And then on the weekends, you know, while everybody's out doing whatever they're doing, I'm at home editing films, you know, yeah. or running B-roll somewhere, you know. Um, it's it's nonstop, you know, and it, I love it. And it's not it's not like work to me because when when you take something that that looks so simple on film and turn it into a masterpiece, it, it's like an it's an artistry. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, and and that's what like that's the people we like. That's people that work for a living, go home and do what they love. You know, they love to go hunting right. or do anything with hunting. For sure. Right. Well, and that's the reason why we wanted you on the pot. We want to. You know, we're not here. We don't want the guy that's on the podcast that's like, oh, I'm this pro staff and uh, I'm this pro staff and this pro staff. And, uh, you know, you go through their their thing and there's not a picture of them shooting their bow or a picture of them with a buck. We want the guy that's working hard, grinding after it, like just exactly what you're doing. You know, you're real about it, man. Well, it depends on how much money they can get us. I mean, we'll we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Yeah. (laughs) 
So, I mean, I definitely appreciate you guys having me on. It's been an honor. I've, I've been looking forward to it for about well, three weeks. Now. I wouldn't go that far. We're just four <laughs> dudes in Sherrard, Illinois. <laughs> <It's> not, <laughs> I wouldn't. Mean, if you ever came know, to this, a lot, like I said, I want to, you know, just tell people: don't try to be like the guy you see on TV. Be you. You know, don't. You know, stand out. You know, if uh, you know if everyone was the same, you know, it'd be cookie cutter, man. Be yourself and you know, stand out. Right. You know, that's good advice. And I guess that's the reason why we did our podcast the way we do it because right. no, no one else has something like a like what we got. Well, yeah. I mean, maybe they do. We just don't know about it. Um, it doesn't matter because we got ours. But it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> matter. Cause... It doesn't matter. It's not working class bow hunter. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, that's the only one he listens. Well, here's to. the thing: if we did know about another podcast that was hunting related, relative to what we do in the same layout, it'd almost be hard to. I mean, it's better off that we don't know because it would almost be hard not to almost sound like them. You well, know yeah, I mean? that, that's the problem I had because I, uh, I, I mean, you know, I, I know you know how funny I am, and I used to do stand up, uh, Anthony. <laughs> um, I just, I, I've had to take a step back, but I, I mean, I couldn't like these guys are my friends. But I'd do my set, and I'd stand in the back, and I wouldn't pay attention. And guys are like, did you see my set? I go, you know, no, I couldn't watch you because I know how funny you are, and I know that you're going to influence me to a point where I'm going to start sounding like you, you know. It's nothing like – it's not anything bad, but for me, it's like when I see somebody else doing something that I enjoy doing, I'm like, they're automatically better. I'm like that humbled. I'm like – those guys are great. So it makes, you, it makes you work harder, though. Well, yeah, and that too. I mean, you, you know, because if you do happen to hear, you're like, "Oh, I could do better than that," you know. Right. But, but it's it's one of those things. I mean, it's it's like you said. You know, you sometimes it's good to to take a peek and and just you know, you always want to strive for yourself. You always want to do better. We could do right. a lot better with this podcast, but. You know why should we? I mean, it kind of works now. <laughs> I mean, yeah. We, I mean, we're doing. I think work. you guys are killing it, man. I really do. Well, that means well, we a lot. Well, that, that makes one of you. We're so. growing <laughs> since we're on thirteen or fourteen, whatever Steve, whatever episode Steve thinks we're on. Hey, you know. Hey, t- tell me this. Like, you, I, I know you've you've experienced this. I mean, with the with the expansion of social media, and because <clears> we're on a podcast. I mean, I think we did like three, and you know, we've got people from Canada that. Check us out, Vegas, Ireland. It's only going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. That's that's good. That's what you want. You know what I mean? Yeah. Have you not ran into that too, where somebody from like you know way yeah. out there is like, dude, I'm 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 enjoying what you're putting out, and you're like, you're yeah, you're worlds yeah. away. It, 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 you know, and when 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 I see that, or when people you know tell me, man, you know. It, it means a lot. It really does because you guys know you guys put a lot of work into this. What you do? <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you guys, you guys invested. You guys have invested money. You guys, have, you invest your time. Oh yeah. Well, you know I mean? everybody else kind of has. You know, I wouldn't say a Steve lot. Steve owes me and Eric a <laughs> lot of money. Hey, that's why I moved back in with my parents, man. <laughs> Got to work hard for that it, house. It, it means a lot, you know, when people when people tell you, you know, like your show's awesome, or you know. Or, you know that Whatever video is doing. awesome, you know. It, it means a lot because they don't understand what you know what it takes, you know, to to do it. Yeah, you know, when you're a simple, you know, dude laying granite or what, what you said, you granite and uh, putting granite slate. and marble countertop. Oh, yeah. you're not doing slate? Come on, man, it's 2015. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but you, you're sitting there, you're laying this stuff, and you're like working hard. You know, you're just 
you're thinking about that, and then all of a sudden you get a notification on your on your you know phone, and it's like so and so followed you, or so and so sent you a message, or whatever, and it's like yeah. it takes you away from your your daytime job for a minute, and you're like, well, that's it does kind of because cool. it makes you it makes you think, you know, like every day. A hundred times a day, I'll be sitting there, you know, going literally, "What, what am I doing? You know, this is not <laughs> what I should be, you know, what I should be doing." You know what I mean? Like, you know, mentally and physically, you know, and it's it, it's it's hard, man. It it really is, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's it is depressing, man. I do that every day. I'm at work. I'm like shoveling something. I'm like, "What the heck am I doing?" Man? Well, yeah. every day I work with me, I see a I see a leaping deer. Yeah, about <laughs> about 360 times a day. And hey, I'm thinking, I Anthony, if you didn't know, Eric works at John Deere, the green tractor company. Yeah. Oh, right on. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, that's where they uh, this is where they're based out of. Uh, so if you ever see a combine harvesting uh, corn, uh, that's Eric's handiwork. Yeah, for I did part of it at least. Some of it. Yeah, John Deere's, awesome. John Deere's from Moline, which is 15 minutes from Sherrard. Well, 20, depends on. But, you know, every day I wow. see that leaping deer, I walk right by it. <laughs> you ever see that 26 <laughs> times a day and just thinking deer hunting? No, you ever see that, All the time. that deer that's at, uh, they have the one at the commons, but at the, if you've ever been to the Glass Palace, the world headquarters? Never been there. They've got this bronze statue, and I'm like, what kind of deer is that? I, like, I don't. They have one outside of Harvester, too. It's a Some... deer's. It's That's a deers, deers, yeah. It's their own breed of deers. It's beer. a John Deers. <laughs> well, Anthony, if you ever have the chance to come out to Illinois, maybe we could somehow work something out where we get you to hunt out here or stop Ain't in for the Illinois. Ain't at my house. Ooh, did I say that out loud? <laughs> you can yeah, awesome, man. Anytime, man. You know, same goes for you guys. You guys want to come to Maryland? You guys come to the Harrisburg Sportsman Show? You guys definitely want it, you know? Come come on over. We'll, uh, we'll have a good time. That what good, do you got any good places to eat where you live? Oh, yeah, we got a million of them. What do you got? My backyard on the grill, man. Oh, there you man. go. Right there. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm talking something that I have to pay somebody to make. Get all delicious We'll bring some Illinois backstrap. We'll test it against some Maryland backstrap. How's that? There you go. There you we, go. Actually, that we, we were kind of curious as as to what – I think we brought up last episode what, uh, yeah, what a, venison tastes. You know, does it vary – because for you, I mean, I guess you said you did have cornfields and, and uh, bean fields. But I mean, you know, right? Like it lives in on Mars. <laughs> it's Maryland, no, I mean, so pretty close. Uh, where you guys, you guys are thinking of the city and all that. I'm, I'm, you know, way far away from that. Like my biggest farm is like a thousand acres that I hunt. You know what I mean? Well, we were oh, just wow. thinking that there's less crop there, less tillable crop like corn and beans. Oh, there's definitely less less crops. That's that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. We were just saying like their their eating is different there from here. The, yeah, oh, yeah. the veg, you know. Yeah, I'm sure it's pretty comparable, man. I'm, I'm sure it's the big difference is when you go out west, but the, where they're all the sage and all that. And, oh, how right. how, how far from Farmville, Virginia, are you? I've never even heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. It's where it's um, where they film. Uh, I know NRA. Virginia, like like Richmond, Virginia, and all that. That's like three hours from here. Oh, okay. I didn't know where it was yeah. relative because yeah, they film uh, NRA News uh, Cam and Companies in. Uh, Farmville uh, used to be in D.C., but now it's moved there. And they said it was like an hour away, and I was like, "Oh, he's an hour from D.C." So. And I mean, it may it may be you know it may be closer. I just don't, I don't know where it is. I've never been there. I think. Anthony, real quick, you got any other? I mean, we don't got to wrap this up or anything by any means. I'm not trying to kick you off. Um, you got any other questions for us or anything you want to bring up right now? Do 
I mean, uh, that's that's pretty much it, man. I appreciate you guys having me on, and uh, we definitely got to do it again in the future. That's a great question. Uh, yes. Absolutely. Well, I was just trying to see if you had anything you wanted to mention before I try and wrap it up on you or something like that. Um, I'm going to go over what we got going. If we have any 3D shoots coming up here, anything like that in the local area. That'd be cool. You got to come out one of these days. I, I know you don't want to suck up any of that vacation time just come out to do a 3D shoot, but. Hey, I'll do it, man. If it's bow hunting or shooting bow, I'm, I'm down. Uh, there is a course that we can take you to. It's about eh, about an hour away from where we're at currently. And mm-hmm. uh, this course, I think, ate six arrows total of ours. It ate a lot that day. Okay. It's, more, a, more a tough it's the hardest 3D course any, any of, of us, us have, have ever been to. Uh, now, whether you know there's harder ones out there, but yeah, this one's fun. Do you guys have like 3D shoots out there? Yeah, we do. Yeah, I, I've never. I mean, majority of the ones we have here are all not majority of them. I'd say about half of them. The good ones are indoors. Oh yeah. Okay. Um. So I don't know. We're thinking about going to our Loud Thunder Public Archery Range here in Illinois City just for a shoot day. I don't know if that's going to work out this weekend or not. Steve's got some uh, business to take care of. I yeah, believe. we don't know if you're going to make it. In not less this than weekend. Three I got days. a wedding to be in. Oh, okay. Um. <laughs> The next one would be June 21st, Davenport Valley Archers in Long Grove, Iowa, or just outside of Eldridge, for you people who don't know who Long Grove is. Um, who Long Grove is? The city? Where Long Grove is. Is that who that is? Yeah, who it is. Okay. Um, so that's, that's our upcoming. That's for our local people. Yeah, for the local people. Sorry, Anthony. But, I mean, if you want to make it, you can. Yeah. <laughs> You're good, man. We'll provide a place to sleep and some uh, water since you don't drink. Do you drink soda? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Yeah. What What do you call a Pepsi if you, like, what do you call Is it pop or soda for you? It's Coke. Soda. Oh, it is a soda. Down south, it's a, everything's soda. a Coke. Everything's a Coke, yeah. Well, I think we're running out of steam for this podcast. Um, Anthony, thank you so much for coming on. Um, we'll, we'll definitely have you on another episode here. Um, how, for our listeners, how do we, uh, how do you find Anthony? Yeah. Yeah. Give us all your Anthony handles. Fry. There you go. You can, yeah, you guys can also, you can follow me on Twitter at uh, backyard bucks MD. You can also follow me on IG at backyard bucks. All right. No Facebook or anything yet, or you don't even, like no, 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 I don't have a Facebook. I got YouTube. Uh, just Google my name, Anthony Fry. Um, it'll pop up on YouTube. You'll see me uh, holding a diamond bow, only the best, bow tech, you know. All right, all right. <laughs> no sponsors, you uh-huh. you just your preference? <laughs> oh, yeah. No sponsor, <laughs> just your preference, or what? Uh, I've, I've shot them all, man, and, uh, I, you know, they're all the same anymore. Um, it's just that I was having complications with uh, <laughs> Matthews, but, uh, but yeah, I, I got away from Matthews. I shot Matthews for about 13 years. You just hurt Steve's So feelings. I moved away from Matthews and went to, uh, I shoot diamond. I shoot a uh, diamond dead eye. Awesome, awesome. Now, S- Steve's crying a little bit right now since you quit shooting Matthews. Whatever, hang up the phone on him. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me ask you, this is a little off topic, but I'm I'm just trying to pull out uh, all my Maryland references. Are you a fan of the band Clutch? Uh, yeah, yep. <laughs> all right, I knew it. Steve just had to squeeze yep. that one in. No, I got the, I got the, I had the privilege of seeing them once. Uh, they came back. That's good to, stuff. It, it is really good stuff. I think it was on the yeah. uh, Strange Cousins from the West tour. Really? Yeah, and I, uh. I ended up hanging out with the uh, with their tour <laughs> with their merch guy, and uh, yeah, it was 
It's quite an interesting experience. They're from Maryland, guys. That's how this fits this in. This is a Bohanian podcast. With music. <laughs> <laughs> See, we, got, we get we off got, topic. We got Kurt singing now. This ain't we good. get off topic, but you know what? It, 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 it lets you know that we're just some regular dudes. Yeah, we're the, yeah. we're the regular dudes who like hard, heavy white guys yelling angry lyrics, spraying gold bond yep. on ourselves, and <laughs> shooting deer in the ball. Yeah, it's, that, oh, that's, that's a description. All right. Well, you thanks, just, Anthony, for coming on. We'll wrap it up. Eric, you got something you want to add? Yeah, just remember when this DVD goes on, you become famous. Don't forget about us. Yeah, you to, don't forget oh, to no, come back on. I, like I said, man, I stand by you guys, man. I'll support you, you know, with by all costs, man. I, I got you guys, and uh, it's been a pleasure, and I appreciate everything you guys have uh, done for me. Awesome, man. Well, oh, man. thank you. We'll loop you around and have you back on the schedule for a future episode. So keep doing what you do. We'll, uh, we'll post all Anthony's stuff on our social media. Guys, go check him out. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next week with, uh, actually, I got to say this real quick, White Tail Adrenaline next week. That's all I got to say. So go shoot your bow. We'll see you next week, guys. Thank you. You'd think, with four of us spread out on a tiny island, that the task of tagging a whitetail would not be a big thing. But, as I've learned, no matter where I've been, whitetails can be damn tricky. Pursuing wild game in wild places. Tune in to Hunt Stand Presents Saturdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.